Welcome to Zach to the Future. I'm your co-host, Dashiell Driscoll, joined today by Mark Paul Gosler. Hello, Mark Paul. Hello, Dashiell. How are you? I am great. <laughs> okay, well... I can't even... If you saw my face, you would know it wasn't straight. I can't even say it with a straight face. I, I can see it just peering above the little uh, setup you have to record behind uh, as we if now record people the only room. knew the setup <laughs> that we have... It involves uh, cardboard. <laughs> cardboard and, and uh, masking tape. No, duct tape, uh, yeah. actually. And uh, But it is better than being on my RV, which we recorded the first, I believe, three episodes on my RV. Yeah, the first three episodes were a phone call, and now they take place in a... How do you want a, 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 gym, a home gym? This is a home gym. Yeah. It's a it's a pretty good size home gym. Yeah, home gym doesn't really do it. Like a lot of people think home gym is like a bicycle in a corner. This is like a, I feel like I'm, I'm certainly in a more of a gym than I've ever been in in this calendar year. I treated myself with this gym when I was doing pitch. Uh, I, I was playing a major league baseball player, needed to bulk up, and I thought, this is a great tax write-off. I'm going to use, uh, you know, business money for this and... Um, created this uh, nice little space that we're, we're podcasting in. And I bet when you created it, you never in a million years thought you'd be using it for this. But thank you, Mark Paul, for opening up your gym to, uh, to record in. I have nothing more to say than take it away. Let's do the show, Dashiell. Wait, no, I didn't. But did you do your homework? Oh, I did. Good. I did. It was fun. I had a fun time doing my homework this week. This is a fun episode. Okay. Yeah, I, I would agree. Uh, but can I say fun any more times in one sentence? You you can, but it has diminishing returns on on how much people will believe any of this is fun at all for anyone. But I, you know, I did have fun watching it. But in case you're listening and you didn't do your homework, which again, that's okay. Nobody's perfect. I prepared a brief summary. And and here it is. <laughs> It's Science Project Week at Bayside. Zach is partnered with Screech, who was doing all the work until he became hopelessly distraught at never finding love. Zach unsuccessfully tries to help him find a mate in the halls of Bayside, then decides to pretend to be a girl over the phone named Bambi who's interested in Screech. Screech falls for Bambi, chains himself to a locker demanding to meet her. So Zach, with the help of Lisa and Jesse, dresses up like Bambi for a date with Screech at the max. Screech is smitten at first, but eventually ends things with Bambi when she makes him choose between her and his friends. Screech leaves to finish the science project. The end. That's the episode. Well done. And just like that, it's act one. And uh, yeah, the episode begins in the max, and you have Jesse and Slater arguing over their science project, which again, you know, science project week. And uh, Mark Paul, did you ever make a volcano like this? I think I did. Maybe in elementary school or junior high school. It's just baking soda and vinegar. It is, yeah, vinegar. I mean, they would. They it's a chemical sw- reaction. Right. I mean, yeah, but it's also a chemical reaction that, like, a seven year old can harness. So when all the hubbub around science projects, and there's like a lot of legwork going into this episode over a science project, this is the kind of project we're talking about. Uh, just a volcano with like paper mache and uh, vinegar and baking soda. And I'd like to point out one of the most awkward high fives in television history between Slater and Jesse. Also, I remember, uh, well, a couple things. I'm, I'm jumping ahead of myself, but Jesse had the giggles. Elizabeth Berkeley has the giggles in this episode. I'll point those out. Um, but a few things that I remembered. Uh, one so you of remembered them, some stuff. That's, I remember th- some things as I, as, 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 as I was watching. I'm, I'm so excited. Look at that. You're so excited. <laughs> A regular Save by the Bell. I'm super getting fan. ahead of myself. Yeah. yeah. No, but I I remembered um, 
there's Surfer Dude and I in the background playing mm-hmm. the video games. Those video game consoles did not work. Consoles. Consoles. Ca- well, actually, Ca- they're consoles. Cab- I mean, I'm going to be a jerk. Cabinets. They're, they're cabinets, yeah. You're the one that said funner in the last episode. So That is true. And I've said it off. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> I've said it when we're not recording, too. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't work. So it's a blank screen. So right. him and I are very animated in the background. Uh, I got a, a chuckle out of out of what I, I would love to know what we were actually saying. Um, the jukebox doesn't work. The little uh, things on the counters, you know, where you, you pick your song, mm-hmm. those don't work. The payphone doesn't work. Basically, anything that's supposed to be plugged in didn't work. Yeah, I mean, anything that would like make noise and potentially disrupt a, a shot is is not active. That you know that makes that makes sense. I would I would probably run a set a similar way. So this is going to be a thing in the show, right? Between Slater and Jesse, they bicker like a married couple. Yeah, it's like a um, it's not quite an on again off again thing, but like even in series when Jesse and Slater are together, it's still like not fully harmonious. Uh, they are they are kind of constantly bickering at each other, but you know like a. Opposites attract. I mean, there's certainly plenty of relationships like that. Also, Slater's pushing for the name Slater's Crater in the volcano. That's a that's a good name. Je- Jesse should have been the bigger person here and been like, you know what? Slater's Crater is a great name. I want that A. Uh, I'm going to go with that. Also in this episode, I gesticulate quite a bit. Hmm. So I want you to, to to realize that as you're watching the episode with us. Um, a lot of awkward hand movements that, I, that I'm doing here. I'm not quite sure that I was completely comfortable with my body in this episode. Uh, this was a Gary-directed episode. Do you think Gary was like, uh, Mark Paul, can I just get more hands all around? It could be. It could have been a, it could have been a director's note. It could have been one to, to be more animated. Yeah. Um, let's see those hands. Let's see those <laughs> hands. Use them. And Screech with his science project. Uh, yeah, I mean, this thing is, is like a canary prod. Like, even if it, like he says right now it's broken and it makes canaries fly into walls. Uh, but what is it, an early detection sign for canaries later? It's just a canary machine. And I hear when he dis- when he names this contraption, it's called an electromagnetic aerial hymen opter detector. Hmm. I hear the word hymen okay, well, uh, in a kid's show. Yeah, I mean, you know, some would say that's like an inkblot test. You kind of hear what you want to hear, I suppose. Don't, you, there. don't judge me. I mean, I'm, we got, look, is there a... Is there a couch in this gym? Do you want a, do you want a therapy session? <laughs> and yeah, Kelly is appears to be dressed in the clothes of one of her many older brothers. She looks like a uh, dressed like a teenage boy here. And so Lark Lisa Turtle, yes, walks in looking mm-hmm. very cute. Yeah, great outfit. Um, great outfit. And Screeches is, is looking at her lovingly, saying, "There's my woman." Yeah, and he's thinking about going over there and sharing his love. Yeah, and. I'm going to argue here that Zach is actually, even though it's for selfish reasons of like, hey, buddy, get back to work on the science project. This is Zach being the better friend here because Zach is like kind of laying it out factually. Hey, buddy, this is this is not going to work. And um, and then you get Kelly being like, no, just go for it. You know, which is just go for it is not always good advice. This slow-mo didn't work for me. The eyelines are off. It looks like Lisa's looking right at Screech. Right, well, I mean, if they... If they didn't do that, then you'd know what it really was. But it it is it does look like she, I mean she is looking directly at him. So and is that Byron behind her? 
Byron at the table is. An you know extra? who I'm talking no, I about. Who, I know who Byron is. You know is. the Byron I'm talking about. Don't act like yeah. you don't know Byron. No, his face is on the dartboard in here. Uh, but no, I um, <laughs> I don't know. That's I, not I, surfer, dude. That's that's. I might, I think that might be Byron. I want you to. I want you to pay close attention. I'm right I'm, there. Is that Byron? It might. My my answer is a conclusive. It might be. What is he doing back there? Dashel scheming. He's he's plotting on your demise. That's what he's doing. Byron is in these halls, just waiting for his chance. So Lisa's man yep. comes in. Yep, hugs her right in front of Screech. Right, devastating. We get the awes from yep. the audience, and he goes back to the table. And I'm kind of like, I told you so. Yeah, I mean, again, like Zach was correct here. This is not going to happen. One thing I don't like, and again, we talk about character protection, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it happens here as well, is that as Screech walks out, he looks back at Lisa, and Lisa coldly stares him down. Let's, uh, let's I don't go to, think it's a very nice moment. Let's go to tape, because we have the, uh, the episode queued up here. Look at her. She just wow, glances she does, over, yeah. yeah. And, and you get a twin, yep. a solo twin in the background, kind of scoping out the whole thing. And she's disappointed in Lisa as well. Yeah, I mean, it's like, Lisa, why you gotta do Screech like that? And we're in Zach's room, and you get that hoop you mentioned as being a functional part of your acting life, even when the cameras weren't rolling. You were you were you were hooping up in that uh, that room. A lot of time passed with that uh, that hooping a ball. Oh, uh, we get a big kind of stunty effect there with like the explosion in Zach's bedroom. And Zach again was right that if he worked on the science project, it would just set them back further. So, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue for Zach here as being a good friend. So I'm gonna cut ahead here because. The wardrobe, right? Right. In the next scene, we're in the same wardrobe. That's correct. So this scene is before school started. Yeah, I, I had that in my notes as well, that it it seems a little odd that they would have the time to like talk and hang out like this before school. Because my, my experience with school was always being late, or at least at the very least rushed in the morning. Uh, the theme song to this sh- show is about being late for school. Uh, so it does seem odd. They have this like leisurely beanbag hang uh, before class. And Dustin takes a huge hit yeah. to the face in that scene. Yeah, it's just a pillow, but you still don't want to get hit in the brain. And he really does like sell it. And it seems like you really leaned into it. It seems like you- Oh, I'm sure I did. It seems like you wound that thing up and let it rip. I think at all times, whether it was Mario, myself, or Dustin, any chance that we got to, to wail on one of us, right. we took full advantage of it. But Dustin was really good at taking these hits and taking these falls. In this next scene in the hallway, um, he tries to impress uh, you know, the girl, Susan. I'm- is her name Susan? I don't know. I mean, I'm going to call her Susan. Uh, just, hey, there, he tries to impress Susan in the uh, neon green shirt. But he takes a fall right into the trash can. Yeah. Um, you know, Dustin was always really good at these things. Do you think young actors aren't really allowed to go for this kind of physical comedy anymore? No, I don't think so. I, 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 I mean, there's so many times on set where I will say, I, I, I will say, you know, let me, let me do this, um, this kind of trip or this fall. I did something for, uh, my, my, la- my show that I'm on right now, Mixed Dish, where, uh, I think I fell to the ground and we had to have like a full stunt coordinator come and, and plan it all out. It yeah. just became like a big production. Um, but we were, ju- th- this was, you do you want to take some time to, to tear apart the actors unions for setting up all the safety <laughs> measures? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just happy to have a job. Um, oh, oh, another thing that I remember Dustin did 
and and watching this scene, it 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 came back to me. Yeah. Dustin used to uh, read back your lines. So not only would he memorize his lines, he memorized your lines. Interesting. And you'll see it in the scene with a girl. Um, Susan. He, Susan. Yeah. I'm not going to call her Karen because, you know, right. I don't want to call It's a her. derogatory term in this year. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but he says to her, do you know that worms are a source of protein? And then she, her line is, why don't you go eat some? Watch Dustin repeat that line. Okay. We have it queued up. Let's, uh, let's go to tape, as they say. <laughs> yeah, he does. Wow. Yeah, someone someone pointed that out on Twitter is like as a as like Dustin kind of mouths along the words. Yeah. That is that must be very distracting to to work opposite of. Yeah, it it it, it was. You just you, you sort of notice these things and then you you just you work with it. Lark actually used to have a habit of not looking you in the eyes. She hmm. would look at your forehead sometimes. Oh, interesting. I don't even know if she was aware of it. Uh and and you don't ever say to someone like, "Hey, Leo. Hey, my eyes are down here." but she used to do that and Dustin used to um, yeah he used to mumble your lines under his breath we also just in the background here we have this PE teacher in like blue shorts that I I took notice of because he it's like almost like he could be a student like you're just kind of hoping he's a teacher but there are a lot of old students at Bayside maybe maybe that guy was going there nothing says PE teacher like those dolphin shorts yeah those shorts and the the knee high socks or I guess like calf height socks uh, Did your mom ever put you in dolphin shorts? No, I think I, or you know what? I'm sure there's some pictures floating around. I mean, I can, I can give her a call and check, check on the old uh, photo album, but no, I, uh, I think I leaned into pants pretty, pretty early as a child. Hmm. And we get Dustin shoving himself in a locker, which is like the true sign of being sad at Bayside. Yeah. Those lockers didn't have locks, so you could open them from the inside or, you know, obviously from the outside. Right. Um, but there were a few off, um, offset that did have locks. And I remember at some point I shoved Dustin in there in a locked locker and left him in there. Uh, I didn't appreciate that. I mean, I I think he wrote about it in his book. I don't blame him. I would not appreciate that either. How long would you say he was in there? I I don't, I have no idea. Long enough where he complained. Long enough. Yeah. I guess that's the (laughs) standard unit of measurement for how long you're trapped in a locker. And then when Jesse comes walking into this uh, scene looking like a teacher, yeah, she she's very adult. I mean, if that PE teacher was was questionably on the clock, you would assume Jesse certainly teaches at this school based on her her pink uh, blazer. Very stylish. Yeah, I mean, they really do everyone a lot of favors in this episode, fashion wise, except Kelly. And Screech is running around the school while Zach is like making his pitch to Jesse, and we get some insight into Jesse's character here because she's open minded and progressive, but. Ooh, a date screech. Yikes, no way. <laughs> that was a big thing back in the 80s, wasn't it? The finger in the mouth gag? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was alive for a very brief period in the 80s, but what, from what I can tell from 80s film and television and early 90s for that matter, yeah, the, uh, the finger in the mouth gag me thing. And then Screech comes running back in after having ran laps. Yeah. Um, on my clock, it was about 45 seconds that he was off screen. Well, if you'll remember from last week with Rhonda chasing you that like the halls of Bayside are a labyrinth of like you can go in one way and come out completely the other. It makes no sense at all. And Zach here uh, ending act one, making one of his signature Zach Morris impossible promises uh, that he will he, he, he will certainly have a woman for Screech. Uh, and that, of course, will be the key to this science project, which, again, I want to remind everyone a science project they could probably get an A on. Uh, just by mixing together some stuff under the sink. This freeze frame. Yeah. Um, 
not typical for to end an act with. Usually the episode would end on a freeze frame. Ah, look at you. I was going to say using terms like that, like, <laughs> like act and, and, and end. <laughs> I was just going to say that it didn't look like we had the technology to do that freeze frame. It almost looked like an afterthought in editing. It's yeah, like, I, I had two thoughts on the, like one of them, I thought they were kind of using it to like build tension on Zach's promise. But then I was, I looked at it again and thought maybe like they just didn't get enough of a, of a tail on the shot. Like your face didn't sustain for as much as they needed. So they had to squeeze a couple seconds out. So they used a freeze frame. And we learn more about um, Mario's character in, in Act 2 here. He's on the phone with his, his girlfriend in Italy, presumably from his father's like military career. He's, he's racked up girlfriends all over the globe. So did I win this leather jacket, or did I have to give it back to him? I, I, I can't keep tabs here. Both. So you won it, and then you had to give it back to him. Uh, and, and again, it's a little confusing to me because that episode, The Gift, these were all shot and aired in different order. So it's... It's unclear if you had been like eyeing this leather jacket for several episodes in, as you shot it or if this is like a callback. But yeah, that's the same leather jacket. And it might even be the same leather jacket that that guy was wearing talking to the PE teacher. They may have just passed that thing around. Mark Paul, what are your thoughts on the shove that ends this scene? Because the scene kind of ends with Slater giving Screech one of those shoves into a locker. Well, this goes back to what I said earlier. Any opportunity we had to inflict pain hmm. on each other, we probably would take it. <laughs> um, what a fun work environment. <laughs> <laughs> We're boys. Yeah, you know, kids. so it's yeah. like uh, it's cool. I mean, it's it's still high school. It is. Yeah. And you'll notice any time that, you know, Mario put his, puts his hands on me. It's it's aggressive and any time I do I to him it's the same. But yeah. um this particular shove uh the lockers I remember there was some give on the door. So mm-hmm. if you got pushed against the door, you could take a pretty good size hit. But Dustin gets push, pushed against the spine. Like the, the, you mean the metal in between the two yeah, doors? Yeah, spine on spine, that doesn't feel very good. Interesting. So he took another uh, good hit right there. That, that could have bruised the poor fella. You guys were like pro wrestlers. There was like, <laughs> there were like tricks to making it all happen. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This scene yeah, in the we, bathroom. Here we get like a really. Um, so just yeah. What do you what do you want to say? Because uh, <laughs> I have some thoughts, but yeah, please, I, I, can you I'm tell sure me? you do. But so Belding's taking a shit. Yeah, Belding is taking a shit. Okay. That's, that's that's canon. That is the the what was written in the script. Beld interior Bayside bathroom. Belding takes shit. And like, what's so funny about this whole thing is we get kind of screech on the payphone, and then the reveal that that this woman he's talking to, Bambi, uh, is in fact. Zach uh, on his cell phone, another Zach Morris cell phone scheme. 
But like Belding hears this this woman who he thinks is talking to him in the bathroom while he's taking what I was assumed to be a smelly shit. Come on, it's a comedy show. This is it's really going to stink up the joint. And he he tells her he tells her not to like. He says it's hero worship. Like like please, I know you're in love with me, the principal, but it's just hero. Like it's a pretty funny leap to take with this new woman in the in the room. You're you're missing something here though with Screech. He he's on the phone. Yeah. She says she she likes him. Right. And then he takes out a binaca tube. Yes. Do you remember those those spray binaca tubes? Again, I know them I knew them first from like TV and film before I like I think they kind of I mean, I didn't see them as much certainly later on and I think like the technology sort of kept evolving. You had those sour altoids for a minute, you know. The, yeah, the- so he sprays it in his mouth and that's a legit reaction. Like it it burns. I remember we used to spray it and see who could do a the most sprays under your tongue. Wow. Yeah. Teenage boys really don't change because I remember like things like <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah he, 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 he is like disgusted, which also I'm going to get a burn. That's a, that's a legitimate burn in the mouth uh, reaction right there. Yeah. It's like warheads. Yeah. Uh, and like, it is a funny joke that he's on the phone and using a breath freshener. That is just, you know, that's good comedy writing. And on the wall in the bathroom, uh, I, I notice it says Lauren loves Zach. Yeah, but did you notice? It's misspelled wrong. Zach is spelled wrong. It's Z-A-C-H. Yeah. And I was Z-A-C-K. You know, fun little Easter egg. The very first Zach Morris is trash. Zach is spelled, Z- Zach is spelled wrong in the opening uh, title card of the first video. Oh, you fucked that up? Uh, I'm going to say it was a partnership of me and the graphics department, but probably mostly me. I think I was, I was final set of eyes. And I just didn't catch it because the H kind of looked like I didn't catch it. And, you know, I'm sure the art department, whenever they're doing um, names, they they put names of coworkers or people that they know. Yeah. Um, When I saw that Lauren loves Zach, uh, Peter Engel's daughter's name was Lauren. Oh, so you think art department like did that? I don't know. Uh, That's the story hmm. I'm going with. Interesting. That that would be a that's a that's a bold joke to make uh, if I can connect the dots on that joke. But yeah, we have um, Belding taking a dump. Yep, and um, very funny move that he does with his legs. With like he like he like closes them, like almost yeah. like close his butt. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'm so confused by this whole thing because he's in. He's well. First of all, Zach, when you come into a bathroom, yeah. And you're 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 scheming, right? Well, isn't the first thing you do is check under the stalls, make sure no one's in the bathroom? I mean, I'm going to check under the even if I'm not scheming, if I'm just going in there recreationally. Yeah, I'm going to check for feet, you know. And those are also. Though no one else is wearing dress shoes like that, I mean maybe Jesse. No one else is wearing like <laughs> like shoes that formal to school besides the principal. So you know that would be like, I, I, yeah, I think again like for such an advanced schemer, Zach so regularly cannot you know I mean read the writing on the wall. I guess pardon the expression with his name written on the wall. Also, after the dust settles, you get like the funny confusion of Slater walking in <laughs> and Belding continuing his half of a conversation with a woman who is. Who is never there? Slater was very cool in this episode. I mean, hey man, you, the leather jacket gets you like ninety percent of the way. Also, when when Slater does hear Belding's um, explanation, which is quote, "Bambi's a girl, and she was just in here with me," played for big laughs. Slater's like, "Hey, cool." <laughs> At no point is he like, "Dude, uh, I'm calling the cops." One of my favorite lines though is from Belding in this scene when he's talking air quotes to Bambi, the men's room is one of the few doors education should not open for you. Yeah, I, I took that down as well. <laughs> that is a, 
it's it's kind of a nice quote about like Belding as an educator and his views on on the the educational system, particularly for young ladies. It's just so weird, like the pooping in this. I, it is, yeah. I mean, it's like an unspoken thing. Like, I mean, you could argue that he was just Belding was just in the bathroom to get like thirty seconds of privacy because some blonde terrorist is opening up his office door every five minutes. But it it is kind of odd. Also, like, is there no faculty bathroom? There should be a faculty bathroom, but he yeah. comes out only tucking in his shirt, not not doing like a full pants hike. Not doing a pants hike. Well, you'd think that was you'd he already, masturbating? I mean, you know, he is holding a magazine, but maybe he wasn't pooping. Yeah, maybe this thing's getting weird, Dash. Yeah, all right. Well, I think we should know. move on. Okay, we're moving right along. <laughs> we're gonna get in trouble. Somebody's gonna come after you. I don't know what it, we're, we're, one of these theories we're gonna be right about, and then one of us will disappear, like that movie conspiracy theory. <laughs> like we're gonna hit on something. And we get Belding's uh, signature laugh in this scene also, which is, we learn is, is nervous sometimes. Like his laugh has many faces to it. Sometimes he, he's really laughing. Sometimes he's just nervous. And later uh, in class, which is the next day, because Zach has changed clothes now and he's tired after being uh, on the phone all night with Screech. Now, remember, I didn't go to normal school all that right. much. Sure. Um, but I do remember there wasn't a lot of time between classes. I remember just having barely enough time to run to my locker, grab some books, and go to my next class. At this school, yeah, I have enough time to fall asleep in a classroom with no teacher. Yeah, uh, this isn't detention. I take. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue that this is first period. So maybe in this world, Zach was early to class, which also seems far fetched. But that's probably what's going on. It's probably like seven fifty six in the morning. Got it. That's why I have you. I knew there was a reason. But also what's weird is like Screech is wide awake and Zach is exhausted, even though they were both up the same amount. Or maybe Zach had like other calls running after Screech. (laughs) Um, Also super colorful wardrobe in this scene all around, like Screech's bright shirt, Zach's very colorful shirt, Jesse's very colorful undershirt. Lisa comes in like neon attire. That's signature Say by the Bell wardrobe. So Screech in this scene realizes like he needs to meet this woman he's madly in love with and then kind of sulks out. But again, you, you mentioned how it took him 45 seconds to run around the entire campus. Uh, he, he walks outside for about 15 seconds before a guy comes in like, hey, everybody. <laughs> Where does he get the handcuffs from? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would imagine he, he, I mean, he probably stole them from Zach's locker. Like Zach probably has like all kinds of gear like that just for, you know, random shenanigans. Also, Zach, again, being I'm going to say it again. He's being a good friend. He like says what he did to Screech was not the best. He has kind of a self-aware moment with the audience. You know, he, he understands. He has like some self-awareness. Look at those movements. I'm... Like when, when Screech is chained to the locker, you mean? Kind of yeah. how Zach like stomps away? Yeah. It's just uh, awkward, uh, awkward hand movements in this episode for old Zachy. Hey, Zachy. A lot of open mouthing. That open mouth, mouth acting. Yep, yeah. mouth breathing. A lot yeah. of that. Also in the hallway, in case you missed it earlier, um, there is a science fair banner. Again, using that kind of convention in Saved by the Bell to always use the banner space to like set the tone for what was happening that week. And we're in Belding's office for Act 3. And it, again, is just good comedy that Screech has dragged the entire <laughs> like locker system with him to Belding's office. Um, and one of my favorite like little jokes in this whole episode is just Kelly walking in saying nothing, yeah. getting something from her locker, and walking out. That was a good gag. It's good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a fun little gag. 
And you know what's another fun gag? Is the receptionist saying, who is this? Like him calling the receptionist with a very specific problem and getting a who is this response twice. Very Ferris Bueller. Yeah, you're right. There's, there's plenty of Ferris. I mean, the, the hapless principles, mm-hmm. as Ferris as it gets. Ed Rooney. Ed Rooney. So when Belding threatens Zach here, which is fun that this adult man is, is threatening a child, um, what do you think he means when he's like, if you don't get Screech to meet this Bambi character, I'm going to make your next semester miserable. Like, what do you, th- what do you think that means? I just took it as he's going to f- fail me. He's going to put me in detention. Like, yeah, like, but, that's, that's like, all he could do. Correct. I, I don't know. I mean, it like, can't, I mean, he did go to numb. Yeah. He was in, he could like, he could put you in a box somewhere and not let you out for months. You know, the theme of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and then we open up in Zach's bedroom. We see the, the bed sheet and the New Zealand flag and the dirty kicks. Right. All things we've pointed out in the past episodes. Yeah, the dirty kicks. Yeah. So when you mentioned earlier that, um, that Jesse, like, has a... You mentioned earlier that Jesse's kind of breaking this whole episode. Like, she's always on the verge of giggling. Yeah. It was very apparent to me here. She really is, like, delighted to be in this scene with you. Even though you don't, all you do is hold up a dress... It's like what's about to happen is so fun to her. Yeah, no, she's she's very delighted in this episode. Yeah, see a little giggle right there. Yeah, they're. I mean, they they are like they're having fun. Yeah, they like. I think it's just they know because because you know what's about to happen is one of the bigger visual gags in series, um, at least for your character. And by, by the way, also not the last time you will dress up as a woman. Spoiler alert in show. Um, really? Yeah, really. Yeah. But uh, it is. There's like, something to be said that I don't remember. Yeah, you. I mean, uh, th- these things. I mean, we'll we'll get into that in the next scene because yeah. the next scene I'm I'm pretty much full fledged. Full 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 tootsie. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in this in this scene, I'm, I, I I did notice the Edie Brickell, uh poster. I had such a crush on Edie Brickell. Who's Edie Brickell? What? Yeah, Edie Brickell and the New Bohemians. You don't remember? What was that a song? Like, did they have what a song? I am? Oh, I know what I am. Yeah. I'm not aware no, I'm, of too I, many well, we, we, we don't have the rights to that, Mark Paul. We don't have the rights to any music. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying what, I, what I'm aware of. And it, I know it, what I know, it. but I, okay. well, if you know we, what I mean. We would, right. We would certainly never use copyrighted lyrics no. ever. No, God, no. Never. Uh, but Edie Brickell. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there was a, I, I, had, I had a bit of a crush, and I don't know. Did, um, you, did you have a crush before? Because of, like, I was like, I think the, before. Yeah. Before, yeah. So the poster went up, and you were like, ah, yes. Yeah. 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 I also like that Jesse hands him a razor for his legs. So I, this, is a, this is a you question. No, I didn't shave my legs for the episode. No, I don't mean, I, that's not what I was going to ask, but I'm, I love that that's what you thought I was going to ask. Mm. Like Zach touches his face and he's like, I don't need to shave. Were you, were you shaving at this no, point? No, and I have a funny story about that. <laughs> ah, um, cool. So this was in, when was this, 88, 89? It aired in 89, so I'm, I'm guessing you shot 89, maybe late 88. Okay. So in 1987, I went to a Marine military uh, summer camp Whoa. Uh, in Harlingen, Texas. I, I wanted to be a Marine growing Whoa. up. Um, and I thought that that's what I, w- I was going to become. And so I went to this summer camp because I wanted to go to uh, school at, at this um, academy. And it's still there. It's in Harlingen, Texas. Look it up. Sure. MMA. Um, and uh, going to this camp, they send you there with a razor because you get your head shaved mm-hmm. uh, and it's like basically going through boot camp in a way you get your head shaved and you have to look high and tight all the time. Yeah. Um, I wasn't shaving at the time and my mom didn't want me to start shaving because once I, you start, once you start, yeah. you, you have to continue. So she sent me with a note. It's like Pringles for your face. <laughs> yes. She sent me with a note 
to give to my troop handler uh, if he ever made a, a a comment about me not shaving that I could hand to him. Oh no! Yeah. What was the what was the what was the note mommy gave you about shaving for the Marines? Well, um, do you have it? Do we? <laughs> I don't have it, but I still remember the the look on my troop handler's face when he said, you know, because my my sideburns were starting to grow in. Yeah, that, that won't they, fly in the Marines, right? Yeah. And and uh, I had to have a conversation with him about why mommy sent me to <laughs> Marine Military Academy with a note that I couldn't shave. So then, just to be we, clear, we, though, we walked out of there. Okay, just to just to sum it up, we we walked out of there. I had to kind of give up my cover, say, "Look, dude, I didn't say that, by the way, because I would have had right, to, I would have yeah. had to do you know a million push-ups. push-ups, yeah." Um, but uh, I said, "I'm an actor." Yeah, and. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sure they love that. <laughs> you know what? You know why I think they loved it because I actually hustled my ass off. I yeah. was actually a pretty good athlete at the time. I wanted to be a marine. Yeah. Um, I just had a, a note from my mommy saying, <laughs> saying, saying this note requires I not become a man. Right. Here. But I followed all the rules, man. I, I, I was like I said, I, I wanted to be a marine. So I, I, I remember being there for I believe it was two weeks and only having to do push-ups twice because, oh, wow. uh, you know, I, I didn't follow the rules. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, well, before, again, not to get too ahead of ourselves in, <laughs> in series here, but but you kind of joined the Army in this show, and Zach is doing push-ups all the time when that happens. So when we did that Army, I, I remember that Army um, show, we had to walk around a classroom, I believe. Sure, yeah. And I remember I I would do these squared corners because hmm. I learned that at the, uh, the oh. camp. Whoa, okay, well, I mean... Please save it for I. I will. I will. But that's, that's I remember. A, that's so exciting. I, I remember. I, that I, was annoyed, that. I annoyed my fellow castmates because I was like, "No, that's not how you do it." You were like, "Look at my Marine camp yeah. where mommy told me not to shave. Yeah. This is how real soldiers march." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is good stuff. Yeah, when I saw this episode and I saw me touching my face with a razor, I thought, "Oh, it's just so clear that you're not like." It's so funny to me to like, yeah, like like I don't need you say it like you just shaved this morning. Yeah, like, I'm sure Mario was shaving at that age yeah. already. I, I was a late bloomer. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. 
And after this uh, this fun scene, we get the big Bambi reveal. Although not before some Ed Alonzo magic. Some pretty shitty magic, by the way. And I'm not going to yeah. blame Ed for the shitty magic. Mm. I think the uh, the camera operator could have helped out with the uh, with the angle. It's just the angle that was that was off. I mean, you. But again, they did not think. One, they probably didn't think people were going to tape record this and watch it. Again, you once. don't have to tape record to see that. That's uh, some you know, pretty know, like, shitty magic. You know, I mean, I don't think people thought we we're going to be like looking at it. Yeah, but you again. see Dustin's hand move this it whatever is. that is to make the flower come up. Yeah, it is not right there. Yeah, it's not good. Magic. Oh, terrible! If we're going to rate the magic, that's bad magic. That was bad magic. It's not his fault though. I, I, I again throw it at the uh, the angle. Yeah. And uh, now this one again. If you're watching, Jesse is giggling because. She just came from where I I am standing. So in the back in the back of the max here, there's right. a little platform. Um, I'd say the platform is maybe ten by ten, hmm. and you're waiting uh, to go in. So she's already seen me. She she's seen me standing there, waiting to enter on screen, and Was, that's why she comes in with a kind of a a smile and a giggle. This is on a on a soundstage. They they have the max. Oh yeah. So yeah. like it, to describe, this is not a real place. No, I know yet. it's not a real place. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it did later become a real place. But so you're kind of waiting in like dark wings with. It's not really dark wings. I'm I'm by behind the payphone. Got it. So it's like it's like illuminated. You're you're very yeah. Elizabeth, your co-star, can see exactly what's going on. Oh yeah, yeah. She saw me a second before she entered. And I'm waiting to come and on. It, and the laughter's real. And, and the, the laughter's and real. And the Bambi reveal. The Bambi reveal. Just like, do you remember what the audience sounded like when you walked out? Because the audience participation was like a big part of taping, from what I understand. It was. I And and this is, again, I think at some point we'll have to have a therapist on the show. Sure, but yeah. I don't remember any of this. Whoa. None of it. I don't remember the getting ready for it. I don't remember the, the, the press-on nails that they had to individually put on my fingers. Um, I don't remember trying on different dresses. And, and this, is a, this is a direct homage to Tootsie. Yeah, I mean, it, it is, could not be uh, more clear that this is inspired by Tootsie. Um, and you know, Mark Paul, we like to, on this show, kind of uh, give a little bit of insight into some of the characters who appear once or not many times. Uh, so Bambi, who appears first time, only time in series, Went on to have a great career, uh, was in NYPD Blue, is currently on a show called Mixed Dish, uh, starred in several <laughs> movies. Uh, so Bambi stayed working, uh, despite only having one appearance on Say by the Bell. Oh, uh, how dare you. <laughs> uh, well done. Dead Man on Campus, that was a good one. Bambi well was in done. that. Oh, God. Didn't see that one coming, did you? I did I do, not I, see that one coming. I do my homework. <laughs> I, I'm looking, I'm, I'm peering at you, going, where's this going? That was a good one. Yeah, thanks. Uh, why, I mean, really, I mean, if, if, Bambi walked in to your local diner. Yeah. That's the, the, the stairs you would give. I mean, I would assume I'm getting robbed. Like this is part of like a heist crew. Cause this is such an over the top getup. And again, she's dressed like a, like a business woman. Yeah. Very, very uh, Dustin Hoffman and Tootsie. Yeah. And, and Elizabeth again is giggling in the background as I'm sort of stumbling on my heels. Yeah. Dustin with his magic flowers. Oh, it is interesting to watch the background actors at the max because when things happen, like they really do look up from their meals, which I feel like is a uh, is realistic. Like I do that at restaurants. Yeah, they were involved. You don't see a lot of that in in current uh, productions, right? They tell the background like what, like it's like a cardinal rule. Like you do not look at the action 
But the truth is, like, if you saw Bambi walk in to sit down with Screech, you would immediately put down the cheeseburger and just say, like, what is the story here? I want to point out also, Dashiell, that that wig yeah. is not the same wig from the Lisa card. Which we thought it might be, but it's not. Now You're right. Now that we can see it, they are different wigs. So please don't send out mean tweets. Please. To Dashiell. Please don't. Whatever you do. For the hair. But you can send out mean tweets for other things. Other stuff, yeah. I mean, you know. Please cyberbully me. <laughs> I love Slater's like super acid wash jeans too. Like there's, this episode has a lot of really good wardrobe choices. Even Screech's jacket, his like nice formal jacket is great. Slater's Z Cavaricis. Yeah. I always wanted a pair of those. So like that little slap I should have done that harder. I should have done that harder. You, you regret I held not, back. You slapped him like you thought a lady might slap him. I slapped him like Bambi would have slapped him, but right. I should have slapped him. I think it would have been more comedic if I slapped him like Zach Morris would have slapped him. Right, because you do, the slap from Bambi comes, like if you look at the body language here, like when you hit Screech with the pillow, it came from your whole shoulder. Mm-hmm. But the slap from Bambi just comes at the wrist. Yeah. So you wish, you 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 wanted to wall I him. Bambi slapped him. Yeah, you Bambi slapped him. I should have buck slapped him. Yeah. See what I did there? I understand. I think it would have been better for the comedy though, because from the slap, that's when Slater goes, Morris? And it should have been, that note should have been, you know, slap him like Zach, like, right. a, like, a, like a, a boy slap. The male physicality. It's like, yeah. the, it's the same place the comedy comes from when the dude, when you walk in, is like checking you out and you're like, get lost. Yes. You kind of like use yes. your male, which in, if you've seen like Tootsie or Mrs. Doubtfire or any of these, you know, movies in genre, uh, like that, that is often a funny point. You know, that's how, that's how the comedy works. Uh, we get Kelly and another one of her oversized brother's t-shirts and- Zach makes a joke that I thought was an interesting choice, which is F Troop. F Troop referencing the show from the 60s that I would guess Zach watches like Nick at Night or something. Like, I don't know where Zach is watching watching F Troop episodes at this time. How do we feel about the boob touch? Is there a boob touch? You didn't see that? No, can we go back to tape? (laughs) I feel like I'm on SportsCenter. Okay, so Slater has a hand on shoulder. Oh yeah, you're right. Oh my god. I guess I read it as like I guess I read it as like a pat, but you're totally right. It is a. I mean, at this point, he knows it's inappropriate. Yeah, it, it is. It certainly is inappropriate. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Yeah, I think I, I think I just misread it as like a shoulder pat, but it, it is like a cup. And I can't tell. I've, I, I rewound this a few times, but I believe that when Lisa's man walks in, the crowd boos him. The audience. Wait, they give really? A little boo. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, like people were rooting for for Screech in this. I think so. Yeah, they rooted for the cast. Sure, why not? And Slater doing a lot of like a kind of gear turning in this scene, like really trying to like motivate the kiss between Bambi and Screech, and like he's really really relishing in this whole thing. And Dustin, when he when he puckers up for the kiss, it almost looks like he's going to break there too, because I think he probably got such a big laugh out of it. I'm so glad I didn't have to kiss him. I've had to kiss a man in my in my career before. Sure, wasn't uh, wasn't Brecken one of those? He sure was. Yeah, boy, you really follow my career, don't you? Well, I see the tweets about the show, and one of them referenced that. So I've, to be truth be told, I've never seen Franklin and Bash. So when we finish the run of this podcast, we can go right over to that Franklin and Dash. I already, it's called Franklin and Dash. I already sold it. <laughs> You're attached, <laughs> but and and hopefully Brecken is too after last week. I noticed that I crossed my legs like a like a lady. Yeah, you do, and you see you. So I I didn't like you do see Bambi's legs, which Jesse has apparently instructed to shave when you enter. But I really feel like you get a lot of Bambi leg in this shot. Like you you see what's going on. What's interesting to me is you see Bambi's leg cross, which Screech cannot see. It's almost like you, the character, Mm -hmm. are doing this like to to maintain as Bambi. 
I committed. Yeah. I fully committed. And I, I'm looking at this and I have a considerable amount of hair on my legs yeah. now. Sure. Um, stop Congratu- looking. Congratulations. Stop by the looking. Way. Yeah. Um, but I didn't start shaving my legs. A little insight here, Dashiell. Don't judge me. No judgment. It's okay. a judgment-free gym. Um, I did, I started shaving my legs when I was 16. Huh. And I was doing it because of the sports that I was playing. Uh, also, um, I was a competitive cyclist at one point. Right. And I stopped shaving them probably like four or five years ago. Um, but I didn't, I, I, I'm noticing, I don't have hair on my, I, I don't have a lot of hair on my legs here. They look shaven. They like, do, do yeah. look shaven. So I'm yeah. wondering, was I wearing pantyhose or? I don't know. Those, those appear to be bare legs. I mean, like the skin tone of your hand on leg looks pretty consistent. God, yeah. It just is such an insane getup. And I remember none of it. I, I mean, that, that is, that that is a lot mind. of work right there. Yeah, you would think some of it, like you'd think you would have looked in a mirror and your brain would have registered this as like, uh, like our brains are really good at registering new things. So like this would be a new thing and you would think you'd hold on to that. Was it? Was it? Yeah, maybe that. <laughs> ah, there we go. Where's, yeah, I can't wait for, for season three when we get the couch in here. Oh, and I'm playing with my nails because they, I'm sure they feel really awful. I'm sure it was just a, a whole bizarre experience. It's really interesting how how far down the road Screech is willing to commit to this woman he had just met for the first time. But as soon as Bambi like jeopardizes his friendships, specifically with Zach, Screech is not willing to cross that line. It's sweet. Screech is a good friend to Zach. I mean, he's if I mean at the very least, he's like extraordinarily loyal. This is the first woman who's paid him any attention in his entire life. We have Elizabeth in the background trying not to break character. Yeah, I mean, she just she just got a real show. Bit of a giggle. Yeah, for all the lessons Zach may have learned in this episode and about being a friend and science projects, which she just sent Screech to go do one, and that's that was the whole reason for all of this. When Kelly shows up and she wants to use the bathroom, Bambi just jumps to her feet. Zach could not be more eager to infiltrate a woman's restroom. That's what boys did back then. Is it? <laughs> that, was that was that like the? Uh, the highlight of the day. Um, and there's your freeze frame. That's well, how you end. Yeah. Uh, and that's the episode. That's Screech's Woman. That was a fun episode. Yeah, that, I, I, I did have fun watching that. And that is so bizarre to me of all the episodes you may remember things, maybe didn't, that you just have like zero recollection on that. No, I, I, but, I, but again, I remember things um, like Dustin mumbling. Yeah my lines under his breath. Um, I remember the, 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 uh, the pain we tried to uh, instill on each other sure. at, any, at any point. Um, yeah, you remember broad strokes things, but yeah. not like becoming this, this woman character on the show, this one and done Bambi. I would have loved it if the Bambi disguise got brought back for other schemes. Like, you know he has a closet full of these, these outfits and wardrobes. Does he? I, would, I, would, I mean, one would imagine. Uh, I haven't seen it in the show. Now, Mark Paul, thank you for doing your homework. Thank you for the time as always. But we have more work to do. Lay it on me. Next week, season one, episode six of Say by the Bell, Aloha Slater. Now, do you have any guesses uh, what Aloha Slater might be about? Well, I'm just going to point out I think I cheated. Okay. Um, Thank you for pointing it out. Very honest. Yeah, I'm being honest here. Uh, we just shot a scene from the reboot. Ah. And in that, I mention the time where we threw Slater a farewell luau at ah. the max 
because I convinced everybody that he was diagnosed with mumbio quadrilationosis. Wow. Okay. So you you very you're you are aware of this episode, yeah. That's all I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I had to say on the reboot. And sure. uh, um, I think we're I think we're by the way, we're using um reimagining was what the last uh, the last line I heard from uh from Tracy Wigfield when asked about it. It's not a reboot. It's a uh, it's like a reimagining. Oh, yeah. okay. I, I mean, I'm a, she, look, it doesn't feel like a reboot, by the way. Yeah. Um, I think the fans are really going to dig uh, the reimagining. Yeah. Um, Hear that, Tracy? I read what you say about the show. <laughs> Please uh, don't fire me. <laughs> I, I love what they've done with our characters. Uh, I, I love that Zach is the governor and Kelly is his wife. Um, I think fans of the, sh- the original show are, are going to really enjoy the little eggs that we've, we, we have throughout the run of the show and, and to see where these characters are now. Um, and I think they're going to fall in love with the, the new, uh, the new gang. Yeah. I mean, I, I, those are my hopes and thoughts too, uh, as someone who, who also worked on the show. We're coworkers. Look at that twice in one year. Well, on that wonderful note, thank you so much, Mark Paul, for doing your homework and for looking ahead. Thanks to you, the listener for listening and we'll see you next week. Zack to the Future is a production of Cadence 13. It's executive produced by Mark Paul Gossler, myself, and Chris Corcoran. Production and direction led by Terrence Malangone. Editing and mastering by Andy Jaskowitz. Engineering and production coordination by Sean Cherry. Artwork by Kurt Courtney with illustrations by Jeff McCarthy. Marketing is led by Josephina Francis with PR by Hilary Schuf. Thanks to the whole team at Cadence 13 and to you for listening. Listening.